so glad you could join us for mornings at YCBC today. We want to thank you for being a part of our online family and we hope that this message encourages you, blesses you and helps you grow in your walk with him. So let's get into the word. Hi everyone and welcome back to Church Reimagined this week. Last week we asked the question, are you ready? And looked at Joshua 1 and God's instructions to be strong and courageous, to be faithful to God and to get into his word day and night. All these things will ready us for the year ahead and what God has in store for us to do this year. Ready is what we do to prepare for the race. We do all this preparation ahead so that we're ready to spring into action. If we focus on God, fill our minds with his word and prepare ourselves with the strength and the courage that comes from knowing God, then we are ready. Paul says in Ephesians 6.15 that part of putting on the full armour of God is having our feet fitted with the readiness which comes from the gospel. We know God through the word and we are ready because of it. Last week we talked about being ready for the year ahead. This week's question is, are you set? Now we need to be set. Being set is being on the starting line about to spring into action. This position means being set, surveying what is ahead being mentally prepared for what's ahead, and it also means being excited for what's ahead. We looked at Joshua 1 last week, and I'd like to look at Joshua again today. The Israelites were prepared for what was ahead when they, when they were on the edge of the Promised Land. And they are there at the edge of the Jordan River in Joshua chapter 3, waiting and set for what was ahead. Joshua 3, 3 to 5 says, when you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and the Levitical priests carrying it, you are to move out from your positions and follow it. Then you will know which way to go since you've never been this way before. But keep a distance of about 2,000 cubits between you and the Ark, do not go near it. Joshua told the people, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. And then in verses 14 to 17 it says, so when the people broke camp to cross the Jordan, the priests carried the Ark of the Covenant and went ahead of them. Now the Jordan is at flood stage all during harvest. Yet as soon as the priests who carried the Ark reached the Jordan and their feet touched the water's edge, the water from upstream stopped flowing. It piled up a great in a heap a great distance away at a town called Adam in the vicinity of Zarathon. While the water flowing down to the Sea of Arabah, that is the Dead Sea, was completely cut off. So the people crossed over opposite Jericho. The priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stopped in the middle of the Jordan and stood on dry ground while all Israel passed by until the whole nation had, completely, had completed the crossing on dry ground. God's people were on the verge of the Promised Land. God had prepared them. God spoke to them and they were set to step into the promised land. Ahead was the Jordan River in flood. I can't imagine what they would have felt. They would have been full of excitement and wonder at entering the promised land. Yet before them was a flooded river, so they must have been full of fear as well. Sometimes the obstacles ahead can daunt us too, even before we begin. Maybe you are the same with 2023. Perhaps you're looking at it with excitement and wonder, but at the same time, you might be full of fear. 
it'd be understandable to be fearful after a few years of not really being able to plan ahead with constant cancellations and postponements. What's vital in the story in Joshua is that it was God that was with them. It was God who prepared them and made them ready. It was God who went before them when they were set to enter the promised land. And it was God who stopped the flooded river so that they could walk through on dry land. And it's the same God who parted the Red Sea much earlier, who stopped the Jordan in its tracks in this story, and it's the same God who's with us right now. Whatever you're facing in 2023, good or not so good, as you wait on the starting line, God is with you. He's ahead, you, ahead of you and he is around you and within you. What we need is faith. We have filled ourselves with God's word, now we need to have faith. We read God's word and when we put it into action, we need faith. Faith is knowing that all we know about God is true and that we're willing to set off into whatever is next, knowing God is with us and that God is faithful too. Hebrews tells us that faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. A runner does all the preparation they need for the race. Being set on the starting line means facing what's ahead, trusting in the preparation that they've already done and getting ready to spring into action. They don't know whatever, what's ahead. Someone could break, someone could trip and fall and take others with them. But they have to trust in the preparation that they have done until that point and they are set for the race ahead. As Christians to be set for action, we need to trust that the preparation that God in done, has done in us is enough and have faith that God is gonna get us through the race ahead. We need to have faith and assurance in what we hope for in God. We might be excited or anxious or both about 2023, but we need faith that whatever happens, God has always been there, God is there, and God will be in the race ahead. And he's prepared us for what is coming in the coming year. Ephesians 6 talks about the putting on the armour of God so that we can stand our ground. Paul describes the armour to put on, including faith, in verse 16. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. When we are ready and set to do God's work in the year ahead, faith is our shield and our protection. The evil one will do all he can to stop us, but we need to have faith in God, knowing that the battle is his and not ours. We have faith in God, not because we are faithful people, but because God is faithful to us and will never let us down. We worship an incredible God who's done amazing things in the past and will continue to do amazing things in the future. Are you ready and set for those things to happen through you? Hebrews 11 describes incredible events that God did through people that had faith in him. And those events were incredible, but just a small portion of what God had done through history to that point. Stopping the Jordan River when it was in flood, so about three million people could walk through, didn't even make the list in Hebrews, but there's no way the author could fit all the faithful things that God had done 
in that short passage. There's just too many. Imagine the list now with another 2,000 years of history and God's faithfulness that has been. I remember hearing a story about Dunkirk when everybody was hemmed in and the German army was coming for them and the nation of England was called to a day of prayer. From that day onwards, Germany never advanced another step towards England. It's incredible what God can do and what God has done. The writer of Hebrews mentions so many incredible people, Noah, Moses, Rahab, just to name a few. These were incredible people of faith, but they were really just people that chose to put God first and set off into whatever God had in store for them. They are called a cloud of witnesses in Hebrews 12, people who chose to put their faith in God and step out into God's plan for them. Hebrews 12 encourages us to do the same and to not lose heart. Verses 1 to 3 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. When the Israelites crossed the Jordan, they had faith in God and followed him. The Ark of the Covenant went first and they followed. The Ark reminded them of God's presence among them and it went first and they followed. Hebrews 12 tells us to fix our eyes on Jesus, to run with perseverance and not grow weary or lose heart. Hebrews tells us to throw off everything that hinders and entangles. So as we get ready for the year ahead, let's do the same. Let's put Jesus first and have faith in all he did for us and will keep on doing for us. Let us take up the shield of faith and have confidence and assurance in all we know about God. Let's throw off anything that hinders our faith in God and will entangle us and hold us down. Let's get set for the year ahead. Be excited that the God who parted the Jordan in flood is the same God who is with us on the start line facing the year ahead. God has done amazing things for us. If we just have faith in him, he will do even more. There's so much ahead for us. Are you ready? Are you set for the works that God has in store for you to do this year? Are you ready and set for something amazing in 2023? Thanks for joining us today. As you head back into your week, we want to encourage you to stay in His Word, stay in His love, and stay strong in your faith. Don't forget to keep up to date with what's happening via Facebook, Instagram, or via our website at ycbc.church. See you soon.